drama, romantic or drama. romance, yeah. um, and a bit of comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's it's totally different from the stuff that I've done before. So that's really very exciting. Mm-hmm. But right now, most of the time, I'm just um, working on myself, working on my mom's business also, which is really hard, by the way. What is your mom's business? Is it that Betty Blooms? Betty Blooms, oh, yeah. That's so mom's. Yeah, that's my mom's business. Okay. She opened the, the shop um, last year. No, actually... 2020. Mm-hmm. She opened it uh, in 2020 mm-hmm. because she was bored. My mom loves plants. Like okay. ever since I was little, like that's what she uh, does all the mm-hmm. time. She tends to her plants. She mm-hmm. goes to like uh, plant shops mm-hmm. and that stuff. So she decided to open a shop because she was bored. She wanted mm-hmm. to do something. And then it was a nice business for her because it's, you know, one of the things that she loves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right now I'm helping her. It's just really difficult because a lot of changes mm-hmm. um we had to get a new team for uh for the brand so yeah up. there's just a lot of a lot of things going on but it's all good mm-hmm. um i mean it's a learning curve for me and um some of the people who are working on the brand as well and for my mom also that's fine um what else music i kind of I'm on pause with my music. Mm-hmm. Um, you just came out with a single. I heard it. Yeah, actually in October. Mm-hmm. That's, that's quite a while back now. <laughs> I actually, because I, I heard the demo versions. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Wait For Me was released in October mm-hmm. or end of October. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty much for this year, uh, all I want to do is more creative stuff. Mm-hmm. Music. I I. To be honest, like I haven't figured out what it is that I want to do mm-hmm. with my year. Mm-hmm. But all I know is that I want to keep working on my music and mm-hmm. keep on doing creative stuff. Do you want to do more music than acting or kind of the both? <sighs> I mean, with acting, um, it's it's not a, re- not, not a regular thing. How do mm-hmm. I explain it? Like, I have a movie coming out, but mm-hmm. it not necessarily need to release another mm-hmm. film in a couple of months. Yeah. Right? Like, you really want to pace it because mm-hmm. it's weird no man if you always have movies yeah. like in a year you have like five <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. so weird right mm-hmm. so uh, i still want to act mm-hmm. uh, but of course um if there's a nice material if mm-hmm. there's a good project or story um i would accept it but for now uh it's just agreed mm-hmm. um hopefully i get more projects but i really really want to focus on music, on music because that's um Music heals me, you know, mm-hmm. writing, putting out music and... Wow, you write your own music. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for my um, last album, All the Streams, it was it was a group, it was mm-hmm. a team, but a lot of it um, I wrote mm-hmm. as well. My first time writing an al- a full album, so... Congratulations Crazy. on that. Thank I actually you. watched the whole visualizer and I really, I was really like amazed Thank by you. what you did. <laughs> like, it's the first of its kind here in the Philippines, I think, yeah. and... It's just amazing that you're kind of starting that. Thank you. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Do you sorry. have any other businesses? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, um, I recently hopped on the Mind You train um, and it's been amazing so far. I know I haven't been super involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a newbie, mm-hmm. but I'm just really excited for what's to come. You know, there's a lot of plans, um, a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Yuri just um, talked to me earlier and he said something about... Um, this one thing that we talked about last time. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that. 
I'm excited for what you guys are going to do. Yeah. I, I heard a bit of the conversation. Yeah. And <laughs> actually my friend and I, cause she was a teacher before too. And so we were talking about how that should be implement, implemented. Yeah. In, you know, I know, <laughs> you know for the younger, about. for the younger generation. Cause I have a sister mm-hmm. and I have a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of, um, not necessarily an issue, but it is something that is, that we have to talk to them about mm-hmm. because, um, times have changed. Mm-hmm. Like the world is so different from, you know, when we were younger. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of things that are going on that we have to explain to them so that they knew how to, so that they know how to maneuver mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Are you navigate. the eldest sibling? Yeah, I'm the eldest. I'm the eldest too. Yeah. So we, we, we're going to get along. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to understand each other. Um, I did see on your social media that you recently moved to Shargao. How yeah. was that like for you? And why did you decide on doing that? I can't say that I completely moved mm-hmm. because I'm still going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I mean, my work is here. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shargao is pretty much like my happy place, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I went to Shargao for the first time again in a while in July last year. Um, I don't know. The island is beautiful. You know, there's, uh, for some reason, I feel like there's magic in Shargao. There is. I went there for the first time in January for my birthday last year. And I love the place. Everyone says that for some reason. Like Mm -hmm. even the, even um, foreigners, like when I, when they talk about Shargao, they're Mm -hmm. always like, oh, Shargao is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Right? It's, I don't know. It's the people it's the island it's i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. it, it's hard not to fall in love with the island mm-hmm. so yeah i mean it's it's easier for me i guess to move there because i have friends who are already living on the island for mm-hmm. for a while now and um i needed a a change of environment mm-hmm. as well just because um the pandemic like everyone was just indoors yeah. i was just I live in a condo, mm-hmm. so I don't really get to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get to like hike, mm-hmm. like, like before. Nature. Mm-hmm. I don't get to go to the beach. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt like I was in a box. Yeah. So I, as soon as I uh, visited Shargao in July, I was like, all right, this is a done deal. I'm going to move here. Oh my gosh. You're yeah. so gutsy. Today. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's, I, I always, I, I've always admired people who can just, pack up and leave Mm -hmm. you know it's it's something that um that I've always wanted to do like Mm -hmm. when I want to visit um or when I visit want to visit another country or go somewhere else I'm like I wish I could just pack my bags and go Mm -hmm. and then explore the world you know there's something beautiful about it and I've met a lot of people in Sharga who are like who are like that Mm -hmm. you know and it's it's I just I'm amazed Mm -hmm. because we're so used to like we're here our roots are here yeah and, and then when we leave, it's like, okay, what am I going to do? Next? What am I going to do now? And it can be so scary because yeah. you're away from your family. Yeah. You're not, you don't have access to all, you know, the simple conveniences. It's the that comfort also, mm-hmm. like you're getting out of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. which is really, really scary. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it's, it's super, um, how do I say it? Um, I don't know. I love adventures. It's like an adrenaline. It's a, yeah, uh, it's, adrenaline it's an rush. adrenaline rush. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I mean, I I really take comfort in the unknown. Mm-hmm. You know, for some reason, I always love exploring. Mm-hmm. Like I like going to places where I'm like clueless about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I don't know. Wow, that's that's really <laughs> nice. 
Yeah. I, I, I admire that about you. <laughs> um, so Shargao was recently hit really badly mm-hmm. by Typhoon Odette. And I saw yeah. that um, over the holidays, you didn't really get to um, like celebrate it because you decided to do some relief um, work yeah. in Shargao. How was that like? Oh, man. Um, I wasn't actually there for, uh, when the typhoon happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, you weren't there. Luckily, I wasn't there. I was supposed to fly there. Uh, the 15th of December, but I had work. Mm -hmm. So I had to move my flight to uh, the 16th, Mm -hmm. which was the day of the typhoon. And this was before, um, before all that, like news about the typhoon being Mm -hmm. this strong, Mm -hmm. you know, like it it was, it was still quite calm Mm -hmm. when I booked my flights and we didn't know that the typhoon was going to be this bad. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so I didn't push through with my flight. Um, I didn't get to leave until the 21st of December. So the typhoon happened 16. And then there's completely no contact with anyone like yeah. on the island with my friends, with mm-hmm. my boyfriend also. There's, there was nothing. So mm-hmm. it's really scary because you don't know what's, you don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, and in all of the live, uh, I guess live feed, cause I was tuned in like mm-hmm. on the 16th, I was tuned in, I was watching this, um, live feed on the storm mm-hmm. And like, I was always like looking for whoever could post like a video yeah. or just whatever just update, update on the mm-hmm. island. So there was really nothing. That's why it was, it was so scary. Mm-hmm. Cause, um, I forgot, uh, how strong it was, but it was one of the strongest apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is it would, um, landfall on Shargao. It, the first that was the first direct hit oh my of gosh. the storm so like it was at its strongest point exactly mm-hmm. exactly so it built up all that power and then that's mm-hmm. what it was gonna hit first Shargao. so i was really scared for three days like i was really like i, I yeah. didn't know how to feel and like all like all of the all of the emotions that i was feeling like i was holding it back because mm-hmm. at the back of my mind i'm like no the, every everyone's okay mm-hmm. it's gonna be okay it's it's um you know, I was, I was telling myself you were trying to be optimistic. I was trying to be optimistic because I didn't want to, I didn't want to panic. Panic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I didn't want to panic. Um, and so I didn't get any update until after four days. And it was so bad because mm-hmm. it was someone else who texted me that mm-hmm. all of my friends are okay, that my boyfriend was okay. Mm-hmm. And then but I remember cry? I cried. Mm-hmm. So that person, I didn't even know who this person was. Mm-hmm. That uh, sent me a message mm-hmm. on um, on WhatsApp. And mm-hmm. then he sent me a photo of my boyfriend mm-hmm. and then he said, Chris is okay. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Oh my God. Like, that's when I started crying. crying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> thinking about it. Cause you don't like, you really don't know what happened. And yeah. apparently like based on, you know, the posts that I, the videos that I saw and stories from my friends, like it was really bad. Yeah. It was so bad. Like a lot mm-hmm. of homes were destroyed. Um, they were expecting a surge. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily it didn't happen. That's good. Yeah. yeah there wasn't a storm surge. Um, that would have been so like scary, so yeah. devastating if it happened. Um, yeah, I, I, I can say that 95% of the island is destroyed and it was really heartbreaking for me because mm-hmm. Shargao is, is something that I, it's an island that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I have so many good memories on the island, not mm-hmm. just um, recently, mm-hmm. but even in the past yeah. and I'm such a big nature girl, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. seeing all of the trees, all of the, and Chagao is known for all the palm trees, yeah. right? And seeing all like 
like 95% of the palm trees snapped. Not even like fell, like tipped over. They're snapped. snapped. So imagine like how, many how years it's exactly take, like, to come for back. it to grow back. And a lot of um, homes were destroyed, like completely destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't experience the storm, but seeing the, seeing how the island was mm-hmm. after, my God, it's like, I, I didn't know how to feel. Mm-hmm. It's funny, pa, because when I went there, um, I didn't go straight to Shargao because there were no flights. Mm-hmm. So what I did was with a couple of my friends, Jen and, and, and Danny, the mm-hmm. owners of Golden Monstera, if you mm-hmm. are familiar with the I brand, yeah. um, they were in Manila because they had a pop-up here a um, couple of days before. And then we all went to Cagayan de Oro together, um, fly, and then got a van to drive to... Um, somewhere below Surigao because mm-hmm. we were, we got, we got news that in Surigao, it's also like crazy. There's looting. I don't know how true it is, but uh-huh. of course, like we're scared because uh-huh. we don't know what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we drove to, um, uh, the town under Surigao, which is Placer. Mm-hmm. It was like an eight, eight hour drive. drive. Yeah. It was like an eight hour drive mm-hmm. and then arrived the pier 6 p.m. Na, and then we couldn't uh-huh. find a boat uh-huh. but there was this one small boat like a fisherman's uh-huh. boat you um, took a boat at 6 p.m. I when it took a typhoon just I, exactly like I took a fisherman's <laughs> boat but I was with another friend because mm-hmm. there were four of us who flew mm-hmm. to Cagayan de Oro so it was just the both of us the fisherman and his son mm-hmm. traveling from freaking Placer to and how long of a boat ride General Luna it was six hours you are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I know not, that's not nice to say. Sorry. No, you are insane. Yeah, I know. But like it, when I hopped on that boat, I was mm-hmm. like, damn, I'm going to hate myself so much if something happened. Because yeah. it, you, you don't know, like, are, is the ocean calm? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know what you're going to come across. Exactly. Like, that's why I was so surprised you yeah, did that. I, I was so you surprised I did it. <laughs> I was like looking at the boat. I'm like, should I take it? I'm, I'm really scared because I'm scared of the ocean. Like funny enough, okay. I'm afraid of the ocean. You're a nature girl that's I'm afraid a nature of the girl ocean. that's afraid of the ocean. I, just because I don't like, I don't know what's in it, mm-hmm. you know? But I, it's weird. I, I have, I, I'm scared of the ocean, but at the same time, I love it. You're fascinated by I'm it. I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by it. But at the same time, like imagine, um, Imagine at night you're on a small boat mm-hmm. and it's just like a storm had just passed. Yeah. And you're traveling six hours. Mm-hmm. And that whole six hours, like you can hear the the motor mm-hmm. of the boat and it's so freaking loud. And like, it sounds like it's going to give up, right? Exactly. And it's a, I trust me, I'll show you the photo later. It's uh-huh. a small boat. I, I can imagine. Yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's enough space for mm-hmm. um, two people to sit to, like side by side. Mm-hmm. And then another space at the back for the boatman. Mm-hmm. So it was really crazy. And as soon as I, as soon as we docked, mm-hmm. um, it was so hard actually um, docking because we couldn't figure out where we were because there was no power, mm-hmm. um, and the moon wasn't out. So there's yeah. really no, there's no light. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we found a spot where mm-hmm. we could dock, I started walking to the beach home mm-hmm. early. Like it's, you can't, you can't recognize the place. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like there was a nuclear bomb that was like, that mm-hmm. exploded in the area. That mm-hmm. there were rocks inside the houses. Mm-hmm. 
imagine like like big heavy rocks were mm-hmm. inside the houses mm-hmm. that's how strong the wind was that is for it insane. to carry the rocks mm-hmm. and even like um what do you call it snap the palm trees mm-hmm. everything was totally destroyed so mm-hmm. i was walking it was so scary because it talaga siyang ano um what do you call it um it was like an apocalypse just had yeah. just happened so i remember i was walking Um, and I had. A, How did you even know where to go at that point if you couldn't communicate with anyone? I I didn't know where I was honestly, but I saw a familiar house, one of our friends' house. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the house and I knew where I was, mm-hmm. but it was still like from my from Chris's place. It was mm-hmm. still like like a thirty minute walk. It was so okay. far, but luckily uh, the friend who was with me on the boat. Mm-hmm. His house was nearby, so mm-hmm. he got his motorcycle, and, and then right. he dropped me off. And mm-hmm. then, like, just going through um, uh, GL—actually, not even GL—it's already at the end mm-hmm. of um, of Shargao. So, mm-hmm. I mean, of uh, of the road. Mm-hmm. So it's already Malinao, like mm-hmm. going to the secret beach. And it's just like I was holding my tears in because mm-hmm. I'm like, what, what the hell happened here? Like, mm-hmm. no one was outside. Mm-hmm. Um, was there were camp. no lights. Nakatakot talaga siya. Mm-hmm. Sobrang nakatakot siya. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I don't know how to put in words how, like how I felt. Mm-hmm. And I was there after the storm. So imagine what people, what what everyone is feeling. Like people who were there during the storm, yeah, going through it, going through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You are really gutsy. I know. <laughs> I know. But I'm sure everybody yeah. appreciates all the effort that you put into yeah. spreading awareness about their situation. Because yeah. I think a lot of like the news first came from like, I saw from you and Katarina Rodriguez. Yeah. I really was able to build like a family with the Bayou um, yeah. Resort Sila Nino. Yeah. yeah. And so like when I found out about what was going on in Shargao, I reached out to her immediately to find out like what the situation was like there. Cause we weren't hearing any news about it, but there were yeah. people saying that, why isn't it in the media? Why exactly. does nobody know about what's yeah. going on? Actually, when we were there, when we were there, nah, um, there's this one spot Uh, in GL, Barrel, they're the only ones with a TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> na public, na public area. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a bar restaurant. Mm-hmm. So sila lang my TV, sila lang my cold beer. Mm-hmm. So after like every operation that we would have, we would go there to just like, you relax. know, relax, mm-hmm. have like have a cold beer and mm-hmm. watch the news. And it's kind of upsetting because you see, um, you see uh, the news and it's like, less than five minutes mm-hmm. of you know of news of about exposure. of exposure and it's well it, it the, the situation there was really bad because there was no power mm-hmm. people were getting sick from the water mm-hmm. because there were well, adding water, no eh. clean like, water yeah there's no clean water so um some of the locals they were you know trying to figure some stuff out plans like how to how to get clean water mm-hmm. how to distributed to people mm-hmm. food also was mm-hmm. hard and i heard that like there was looting going on so it was really scary mm-hmm. so it's just a bit upsetting that it it's not getting um exposure that it deserves you know yeah and how do you feel now with everything that like all the relief operations i know yeah. that you joined oh uh, you volunteered at an ngo yeah. um so how do you feel now that You were able to help everybody out in Shargao. Yeah. And now that the situation's kind of, I mean, of course, it's going to take months or probably yeah, years, years for them to get back on their feet. Yeah. But. 
You know what? Honestly, like it, it really feels like I didn't do enough just because, I mean, I'm, I, it, it was it was a lot of work mm-hmm. um, and like 24-7 we were just trying to figure out like how to get these supplies to mm-hmm. like people who need it but kulang talaga mm-hmm. like I'm not I'm not gonna lie it's not it's, it, it, it makes me sad because mm-hmm. I know that there are people there who are still starving mm-hmm. who don't have homes who mm-hmm. lost their um, what do you call it um, like farmers they, mm-hmm. they can't um they can't oh their life their livelihood yeah. there. sorry i'm at loss for words right now <laughs> it's all right but yeah so it it really bothers me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and i'm really hoping that everything actually no it it's 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 sad because i know that and everyone knows that the island isn't going to be the same mm-hmm. um but the people there are very like, you know, they're really helping each other out. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, Shargao is such a good place to be in mm-hmm. because there's like, there's a community. Yeah. And they help each other out. Mm-hmm. But I'm just hoping that, um, you know, it gets fixed again. Like people get their homes back. They mm-hmm. have, they have shelter. It's going to take a while. I'm sure. That's why it's really sad. I was driving like one time. And I was going to work and I was telling myself, oh man, I can't wait to go back to Shurga. I totally forgot mm-hmm. about what happened mm-hmm. just because like I've been so busy with mm-hmm. work. And then after a couple of seconds, I realized, oh man, I remember the storm. I'm like, but it's never going to be the same. Then I started crying. Mm-hmm. I was crying alone in my mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm very optimistic mm-hmm. and I'm really hoping that everyone gets back on their feet. Mm-hmm. It will take time, but I mean... You know, we'll all be praying for that. I'm yeah. sure all of our viewers and listeners. Yeah. Okay. So let's switch gears a bit and we're going to get to know you a little bit more up close okay. and personal. <laughs> so just tell me if you're comfortable or not comfortable with certain questions and okay. I won't force them on you. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, you've been very vocal and open about your own um, mental health struggles yeah. on social media. And we've also seen what you've dealt with in your family. Yeah. So um, can you, can you tell us about like the first time where you had this consciousness or awareness about like what mental health is? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to trace back when I um, started being aware mm-hmm. of it. Probably around 2015 when I was already working on the teleserie. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I knew that's when I realized that like this, there was something wrong. There was something up, you know, and I couldn't figure it out until mm-hmm. uh, I started talking to some of my friends and um, they were kind of pinpointing out like just stuff that I've been doing, stuff that I've been dealing with. Yeah. So I, I've had a lot of help mm-hmm. um, just trying to figure out like my whole situation. But um, it wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't figure it out right away. Mm-hmm. Like it was a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going to Korea for my birthday. This was 2015. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand why I was always sad, why mm-hmm. I was always like... I just wasn't, um, I wasn't, uh, what is the right word for this? It's like, I'm not interested with anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like jaded. Mm-hmm. 
it's just like you're going day by day. Yeah. But and I felt like, I felt like I was a robot, mm-hmm. you know, like everything felt automatic mm-hmm. and it didn't like have heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, that's when I started looking it up mm-hmm. because I know I've been feeling it even when I was younger, mm-hmm. just because, um, sometimes I have outbursts. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this, when I, this was when I was younger, mm-hmm. um, I would have um, thoughts in my head. You know, there were a lot of things that I was going through when I was a kid, but I didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. And no one really was there to tell me what it was. Like, um, I'm not super close to my parents. I'm not very open with them. So mm-hmm. like when I'm going through something, I don't really talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. I keep it to myself. Mm-hmm. And back then I was such an introvert. Like I, I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. I did have friends, but it's just, it's kind of, um, what is the right word? Nakakahiya mm-hmm. to, to open up about it. Cause mm-hmm. you know, at, at the age of like 14 or 15, I didn't want to think, I didn't want my friends to think that I was like being emotional mm-hmm. or that I was being dramatic, but mm-hmm. I know, um, that I was going through something. I just couldn't understand what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, you were saying that you tend to not open up to your parents yeah. or to your friends. And I think that's kind of like a syndrome that us older siblings have. Yeah. Like we want to be these powerful, independent yeah, children. Yeah, that's it too. And that- just because like I'm, um, I'm the first uh, born, mm-hmm. I feel like my parents weren't really, but they're not used to handling that that situation Mm -hmm. but to be honest like i feel like it's my parents generation because that's why i talk to my parents all the time like about like the things that they're doing or the things that can help them out Mm -hmm. i i talk to them sometimes because what i went through sometimes especially now Mm -hmm. i see it in them Mm -hmm. you know just all the how do i say it like temperamentals like the crack my characteristics of mm-hmm. course they're my parents so i've picked it up yeah you know and now that i'm aware of it like i catch it mm-hmm. and then when i every time i notice it with my parents i tell them and i talk to them about it because i don't think in in their generation i don't think it was a thing to talk about it yeah i don't think but so. they're so clueless about it like mm-hmm. even my dad actually when my when my brother passed away he wasn't my both my parents they they were so clueless about mm-hmm. what it was what was it was through. or what he went through mm-hmm. what was going on um super clueless mm-hmm. and then eventually you know like slowly i was explaining it to them that mm-hmm. this is this is what he was going through um this is the trigger these, these are the trigger points mm-hmm. and um slowly you know they start understanding but the thing is now because i have um, I have a younger sister then mm-hmm. who I feel like, um, I mean, I feel like all of us man go through it. Eh? Yeah. I, I feel like there's not a single human yeah. being that probably goes through their fair share of mental yeah. health problems. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why we're going through it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, I have a younger sister that uh, I kind of, I'm kind of pushing her to, um, to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm helping her out actually, mm-hmm. but... She needs courage, kasi, to open up mm-hmm. to um, to the therapist yeah. or to um, a life coach. So I'm still trying to, you know, 
trying to um, push her to do it. Mm-hmm. But medyo, ano pa siya eh, she's still reluctant to talk about her, yeah, her I, feelings. I get her. I was actually telling Michael and them earlier, like, I'm very fascinated by psychology, mental health, and everything. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to my own mental health, it's like, I don't know. It's always going to be scary to find yeah. out something that, you know, people might frown upon. That yeah. you think people might frown upon. Um, and that's why it's so important for me right now to, like, just make people more aware and educated about the effects of mental health and mental health problems and how to handle and deal with it if you are someone who is yeah. dealing with that or if you know someone who is dealing with it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's always best to seek professional help because it's a really tricky subject. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yeah, like the, just just having a lot of friends who mm-hmm. are going through it. We, we, help, we all help each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's the point of having, having friends around you mm-hmm. all the time and um, family and people who care about you. It's you, you help each other through your challenges. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've seen a lot of it. And um, we always have a talk. Yeah. You know, we always have like cry fest. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh man, I miss our cry fest. But yeah. <laughs> you miss your cry fest. <laughs> yeah, because I have this, this one friend, si Fiona. So we would have cry fests mm-hmm. just because, you know, we want to talk about our emotions mm-hmm. or what, like what we're dealing with mm-hmm. and to just release, Yeah, you know, and to eventually, because as soon as you let it all out, mm-hmm. automatic na parang you find solutions. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's always been my, uh, what do you call it? Like my process of yeah. dealing with, with stuff. I think, yeah, I think that's definitely true. Now that you say that, I kind of realize like if you, if you release whatever negative emotion or feeling or thought that you have in your head, it just clears up space for you to be able to create solutions for it. Yeah, exactly. And to just, you know, um, let it go. Mm -hmm. Because it's hard if you're keeping it all the time. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like a bag. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, there's a, there's a story that I read before. It's like, um. Parang there's a backpack and mm-hmm. then you keep these, all of these things mm-hmm. that you always think about or you worry about. And never take them you out. Put, it's like mm-hmm. they're rocks and mm-hmm. you put them in your bag. Mm-hmm. And the more rocks you add, mm-hmm. you put into your bag and um, you don't take them out. It mm-hmm. gets really heavy. Yeah. And it, that's exactly how it feels when you're mm-hmm. carrying a lot of things. That's mm-hmm. why... Um, that's why I was saying earlier during the pandemic, well, it's still a pandemic, mm-hmm. but during the, the, the lockdown, mm-hmm. yeah, during the lockdown, during the quarantine, that's really what I did. Because mm-hmm. it's, I was alone, like I could barely see, I, I can't see my friends mm-hmm. only when we video call. Yeah. Diba? So it's difficult because there's nothing to distract you with. Mm-hmm. You're just stuck there in your in your fields yeah and you're dealing with a lot of things and mm-hmm. that was the kind of person i i i was before mm-hmm. like i just keep everything inside mm-hmm. and push it aside and it's just there yeah so as soon as it's there's a i guess there's a trigger it brings it back up mm-hmm. and i start fixating on it again yeah because i'm like that i overthink things mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of things have changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had the opportunity to actually talk to a therapist? Um, I would say a life coach. A life coach. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Tita Cindy. Mm-hmm. Her name is Tita Cindy and she's she's amazing. She pretty much held my hand through like the roller coaster mm-hmm. that um, I was on 
couple of years mm-hmm. and she's more on the holistic approach kasi mm-hmm. so yeah um how do i say it uh funny thing is that like how we how we met um we were at this uh we were at this um album launch mm-hmm. i'm not sure if you met lux lux yeah, yeah lux it's lux's mm-hmm. tita tita cindy okay okay yeah okay. so we went to lux's um album launch mm-hmm. and she saw me mm-hmm. tita cindy was there she saw me and she was saying i need to talk to her First, like no reason at yeah. all. Like she just saw me and she's like, I need to talk yeah, to her. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. she was telling Lox, um, uh, Nathan, because she calls Justin Nathan. Mm-hmm. She calls Lox Nathan. He has so many names. Sorry. <laughs> Lox, Justin, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. So she said, uh, I need to talk to Nathan. Uh, I need, Nathan, I need to talk to Nadine. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, um, then Lox told me about it. Then a couple of weeks later, this was January. Mm-hmm. She came over to my, uh, to my place and then we had a, we had a session of just releasing and mm-hmm. then it it her her um how do i say it she does what is it called again Ooh, what is it called again she uses cards it's not tarot uh-huh uh, mil- uh, no. what's it called i forgot millennium method no no no, no. what's that i'll try to figure i'll try to remember what's uh-huh. called, what it's called i have no idea but what she, it is but she uses cards mm-hmm. Um, and these cards have kind of fractals on them, like different mm-hmm. designs. Mm-hmm. And, um, it kind of shows you, it's like tarot cards. Mm-hmm. You know how tarot yeah. cards, like, like sometimes it, it shows you like your path. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Your path mm-hmm. or like what, it, what you're going through mm-hmm. or what you went through, mm-hmm. your future. So it's like tarot cards, but mm-hmm. it shows you like all the things that you're having problems with or yeah. all the things that you need mm-hmm. um, to work on, like to work on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Millennium Method nga yata. Mm-hmm. Millennium Method. I'll yeah, have to do some research. Hindi ko talaga alam It's amazing because when she brings out all of these cards, um, she tells you like what it is. That, mm-hmm. She explains to you like every card. Yeah. And then she does this thing on your, on the back of your neck, neck. on your nape. Mm-hmm. And she downloads the cards. But so it's, 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 it's really? amazing. It, it, I mean, I believe in those things. Mm-hmm. You know, I believe in energy. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, mm-hmm. so um, I know because a lot of people who could ta- who kind of doesn't believe in it mm-hmm. and tells me that it's hocus pocus. Mm-hmm. That's anulangyan mulayan. I believe in respecting other people's beliefs. That's true. <laughs> That's true also. But yeah, I've come across a lot of people who are like that. So mm-hmm. every time I tell them about you know, what had helped me. Yeah. I, I don't really believe in it. I'm like, okay, no, you're lost. <laughs> yeah, you're lost. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's amazing what she does. Mm-hmm. And uh, with Tita Cindy, I, every time I would get anxiety, I would message her. Mm-hmm. And she would try to pinpoint like um, what it is that mm-hmm. triggered it. Or, because she's like, she's not just my life coach. She's like a best friend also. Like yeah. She's 24-7 there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, she does um, clearing also. She does more on energy work. Talaga. That's amazing. So I, I would love to actually try that Yeah, too. you should. It's, it, she's, she's great. Mm-hmm. She's the best. And the um, funny thing is that I just want to make coin talk. It's, it's, okay. it's a line. <laughs> no problem. So um, back in, I think, was it May or... April. But so we had this one session where it was, um, she made me get a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she asked me like a couple of questions like, um, where do you see yourself in six months? 
um parang where where do you want to go mm-hmm. um what do you want to work on mm-hmm. stuff like that and mm-hmm. then in one of the questions i still have that paper it's in my vault mm-hmm. like i kept it there um but then the question was where do you want to be mm-hmm. in six months mm-hmm. and then i said somewhere near the ocean mm-hmm. or mountains because uh-huh. like like Uh, honestly, I just want to get out of the city and yeah. like, you know, live in, in the province mm-hmm. or somewhere that's close to nature. Nature. Because mm-hmm. um, that's where I really find myself more at peace. At peace. Mm-hmm. So I wrote near the ocean or the mountains. Mm-hmm. And then after a couple of months, I was in Chargao. And then she was telling me, but she messaged me out of nowhere. She mm-hmm. was like, Nad, do you remember when we did that session? Uh-huh. You wrote... Um, Uh, you want to be in, you want to live near yeah. the ocean or near the mountains. That's where you are right now. Mm-hmm. I said that the, the purpose of that, uh, of that session was manifestation. I was going to ask you, do, yeah. do, do you think you manifested I it? probably did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I probably did. Cause I would always have uh, thoughts mm-hmm. or like I would date cause I daydream a lot. I do too. So <laughs> I would daydream about, um, you know, the ocean mm-hmm. or just seeing palm trees mm-hmm. everywhere or just being on the beach, yeah. just sitting down, chilling out. So, Envisioning your future. And we, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's real manifesting. Mm-hmm. It's it's a real thing. I believe so too. Yeah. I actually, I'm on this journey of um, personal growth. So yeah. like every morning I do a 10 minute manifestation ritual. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> um, and I only started the, that this year because I felt like For the past two years since the pandemic, I've just been, everything kind of seemed automatic to yeah. me. Like when everything kind of slowed down for me, it's like I didn't know how to live life anymore. Yeah, I was the same during the pandemic. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. there was no work. There were mm-hmm. no shoots for us. Mm-hmm. There were no events, no yeah. nothing. We're just stuck at home. So I was, I was sitting mm-hmm. there like watching TV, mm-hmm. like every day, 24-7. And even TV became very upsetting for me. Yeah. I would get severe anxiety attacks from watching TV and from being on social media. Yeah. Social media was really like one of the things that, you know, that was, um, what do you call it? That was Toxic. harmful mm-hmm. for me mm-hmm. during the pandemic. I mean, still the pandemic. Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> during the quarantine, during mm-hmm. the lockdown, just mm-hmm. because like, People had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of buildup of negative emotions mm-hmm. and they're spilling it out on social media. So mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like all hell mm-hmm. broke loose. It's mm-hmm. like that. So, Yon. Um, I kind of want to go back a little bit to your like own personal journey with mental health and with your brother. And yeah. I just wanted to ask, do you think that you've come, not come to terms, but like, I don't know that you're not, I don't know how to put this into words. Like, have you accepted what happened? Yeah. Well, definitely I have, um, mm-hmm. I have a belief na like things that are meant to happen will happen. Mm-hmm. And, um, I do believe that my brother is such a kind and soul. pure soul that, um, this plane was too, um, I guess too harsh for him. Mm-hmm. Because I believe in souls too, mm-hmm. like, you know, basta all of that. Yeah. I believe in all of that. And um, yeah, 
his, this, this world is too harsh for him, mm-hmm. you know, and he probably wanted to be in a different, mm-hmm. in a different plane. Um, ako naman, like souls to me, like we're, they, they stay with you. Like mm-hmm. my brother is there all the time. Mm-hmm. Actually, to continue the, to continue the story earlier mm-hmm. uh, with Gita Cindy, mm-hmm. She mentioned to me, like, after a couple of months of talking to her, she mentioned to me that it was actually my brother who kind of, like, um, not to my contact. Like, that's, that's mm-hmm. it's, just re- it's just really, like, um, parang approached her uh-huh. and, like, tell her, na, like, I needed help. Mm-hmm. Her, it was your brother yeah, that gave it was her my the brother. sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some, like, yeah. I believe in those Something kind of like stuff that, too. yeah. I do too. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm, I know that. Um, he's he's just there. Mm-hmm. I know that he's a part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, his physical, like his human body, his physical self isn't here, but he's always going to be there. Yeah. yeah. In your That's memories, why, in your heart. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. I miss him every day, but I know he's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, moving on to a bit of a lighter topic. Okay. <laughs> okay we're <laughs> polite na polite. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to move on to the segment called personality test. Okay. And, oh my God, okay. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we had you take the test, which you said you did have the opportunity to take before and you got an architect? An architect. Before. before. Okay. So this time around, she didn't look at her results. Yeah. She wanted... Michael told me not to look at <laughs> Okay. I thought she wanted to be surprised. <laughs> okay. Um, so you actually got INFP, uh, INFP-T, which is a mediator. Okay. And it says that a mediator, um, it's a very rare personality type that tends to be quiet, open-minded and imaginative and they apply a caring and creative approach to everything that they do do you agree or disagree yeah. with any of this i totally agree with that okay <laughs> and what in what ways do you think that manifests in your life mm, i don't know it's just i with all of the i guess ideas that come to me or that that people um, give me, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm a very open-minded person. Mm-hmm. Like it's not because I have a belief, like mm-hmm. I stick to this now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm very open with new ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is the, what else is? It says there? open-minded, quiet, imaginative, and caring and creative. Yeah. The daydreaming. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, and then, yeah. Caring, um, yeah, I'm I'm such a caring person. It's so funny that I'm claiming that for myself. <laughs> no, it's okay. You should. Yeah, I, I care a lot about everyone else around me. Mm-hmm. Just, I guess, just the world. Mm-hmm. I'm such an empath. Mm-hmm. Like Me too. <laughs> I'm such an empath. I, I care about everything. Mm-hmm. Like littlest things mm-hmm. ever. Plants mm-hmm. or even insects. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of my guests were telling me yesterday that today's generation, she thinks is a lot more empathetic than mm. previous generations. That's true. And just like you, actually, I'm even very caring when it comes to animals too. Like even ants. Yeah. I do not kill ants. Like yeah. even if it's on me, I'll pick it up and I'll put it down. I feel guilty about like, cause I feel bad. Yeah. I feel really bad. Mm-hmm. Like every time I see like just insects, mm-hmm. you, you know, especially in Chargal, there's mm-hmm. a lot of insects. Yeah. There's a lot of beetles. Mm-hmm. Probably like- I'll just leave. I'll just leave and not <laughs> bother them. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do too. Probably the only insect I've ever killed is a mosquito. Like if they bite you and it yeah, hurts and you go like a, that. Yeah. But like it's an accident and I feel really guilty about it. Yeah. And I'm like, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a murderer. <laughs> 
Oh my god! Yeah, but I mean, that's we we can't help it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't just shoot them away because they're gonna come back. Yeah, and so. because we, it's just like we respect everything, every life, every living and breathing yeah. thing. I guess it's more on that mm-hmm. um, respect, mm-hmm. you know, just everything that's around us. Mm-hmm. Um, very respectful of of the living things, exactly yeah. like what you said. It's it's a it's our generation. Yes. Yeah, because I kind of, I like observing people. I kind of like picking people's heads also, mm-hmm. like how, like, you know, even with, even with the haters, like what mm-hmm. makes them tick? Like, why mm-hmm. are they like this? Yeah. Why do they say this? Why do they do that? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's, it is an interesting topic to mm-hmm. me, like just figuring out people and yes. why they are. Behavior. Yeah, why they're behaving like mm-hmm. that, you know? Like I see... I see a random person on the street and I fixate on that person and I'm like, what does he do? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, how is his life like? Mm-hmm. I, do, you know, I do stuff that like that. I do that. I was actually telling me and my friend were talking earlier and then we were saying we have these moments in which like we can pass by a random person even yeah. on the street and then we'll, we want to feel like what it feels like to be them. Like, yeah. like we, I've, I visually, I visually imagine myself, like my soul coming out of my body and entering theirs. And then like, I just want to know what their life is like, just so that I have like that different perspective. Well, I mean, I, I also believe that in a way we are all connected, you Mm -hmm. know? So yeah, yeah, pretty much we, we are them and Mm -hmm. they are us. So yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay. It also, okay, going back to the personality yeah. <laughs> test, it says that an, uh, a mediator's strengths are empathetic, yeah, generous, <laughs> open-minded, creative, and passionate. And it says that your weaknesses are your unrealistic, self-isolating, oh <laughs> uh, what is this? Unfocused, vulnerable, and self-critical. Oh my God, that's all like true. Is it accurate? That's <laughs> all accurate. Everything. Every single yes, thing. Every single thing. In what it's way would you say that you're um, unrealistic? I'm unrealistic because I I expect too much, especially like of myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, when I have a vision, for example, um, with us, just with the work that I do mm-hmm. for Betty Bloom, say, mm-hmm. um, like all the thoughts, all of the ideas yeah. that I come up with, Sometimes it's like my expectation is too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's too it's it's very unrealistic. Yeah. Um even with music videos before cuz I used to direct music videos also Ooh, before. Cool. So for some of my music videos um mm-hmm. I directed mm-hmm. along with of course like good friends of of mine. Mm-hmm. Some of them like parang hirap achieve. Yeah. And I fixate on that sometimes because mm-hmm. I want this. Uh-huh. And I get want frustrated. And I get really frustrated. Mm-hmm. Hence the, uh, what do you call it? What is the other one? Um, Unfocused, vulnerable, self-critical. Self-critical. Mm-hmm. So if I don't achieve what I want mm-hmm. or what I envision, like I get really frustrated at myself. Mm-hmm. And I go back and mm-hmm. try to um, try to figure out like what went wrong mm-hmm. or what I didn't do right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what went wrong? What I didn't do, right? It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. <laughs> or like, um, what I didn't do mm-hmm. so that I get this result. Mm-hmm. Parang ganon. Yeah. But does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> so it's exactly. See, you're being exactly so critical again. <laughs> you think you don't make sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly me. Okay. Um, what aspects of your weaknesses and strengths do you like the most or do you like the least? Oh, man. 
self being self critical mm-hmm. really because um especially before like I would really beat myself up mm-hmm. like if I make a mistake mm-hmm. or if if I'm not um satisfied with the work that I've done mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I'm a failure or that mm-hmm. I failed but mm-hmm. this was way before yeah but you know I grew a lot So now I'm kinder to myself. That's great. Like when I when I don't achieve the work that I want, mm-hmm. um, I always just tell myself it's okay. Like there's room for improvement. At mm-hmm. least now you know what to do. Yeah. You know, I, I already catch myself before mm-hmm. I start blaming myself. Yeah. Before I'm like that. Yeah. Like I really beat myself up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I would um, I would just sit in one corner and think because I'm an overthinker mm-hmm. yeah so I would overthink about like what I've done mm-hmm. or what I needed to do mm-hmm. but now it's more of it's okay like you have you have um you can learn mm-hmm. you know at least you learn from this experience mm-hmm. so for the next one you know like what to do and apply it yeah it's like that now it's it's too like a, that's probably why my um my what do you call it my result also mm-hmm. changed I don't I can't remember what architect was because I took it so long ago mm-hmm. But um, I'm still self-critical, but it's not to that extent. To, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But still, like... It's good that you're conscious, though, yeah. about it. And what aspect of your personality, your strengths, do you like the most? Um, imaginative. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, um, to me, imagine like imagination is like... Um, How do I, I'm going to put it in a, I'm going to make it easier to digest and easier for me to explain also. So it's like being on edge and, um, imagination is going beyond, you know, it's going above and beyond and it's pretty much you jumping off the edge Mm -hmm. and exploring new things, learning new things, Mm -hmm. experiencing new things. Cause if you're just used to sitting in like in your comfort zone, it's, I kind of find it, it it's 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 good yeah but at the same time it's like there's no growth personal is, growth yeah mm-hmm. growth is is um is on the other side mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so me being imaginative like wanting to do new things mm-hmm. exploring trying out new stuff mm-hmm. you know it's it's as simple as cooking yeah and 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 like um trying out a new recipe a new recipe mm-hmm. or making out a new recipe mm-hmm. and it, creating something creating your own. something new mm-hmm. and it needs imagination because mm-hmm. like um it's a perfect example when i was um when i was cooking one time i wanted to make ice cream mm-hmm. so like besides i wanted to make something new mm-hmm. so it, of course you need imagination for that yeah. and i told myself okay what can i put Uh, what what is good with ice cream? Mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, caramel, but some someone did that already. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's already a thing. Okay, wasabi, wasabi <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> so I put there's wasabi on the side, mm-hmm. and then there's vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. and then there's caramel. And oh my god, it tasted so good. Are you serious? Yeah. Actually, there's wasabi ice cream now, the bar. There is. I don't know about that. Is there wasabi ice cream? I'm sure there is somewhere. Okay, that's one thing that I hate that sure probably somewhere. everybody loves. Yeah, but trust me, it's so it's so good. Like it, it's really good. 
trust like it's really good when you're ready to try yeah. <laughs> oh, wasabi with uh, vanilla ice cream and caramel okay, let yeah. me know <laughs> Nadine's gonna make me yeah. ice cream <laughs> okay so we're moving on to the next portion it's called question bank and these are kind of like just a bunch of random questions um, that probably you have never even thought about like answering so these are just this is the funnest portion Okay, so what is the smallest thing for which you are grateful for? The smallest thing which I am grateful for? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, what is the smallest thing? Like, like small as in... Like literally small? Or it could be just as small as like one of our guests answered his breath. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's a nice answer. The people around me. Is that, is that, is that simple? Yeah, that yeah, is okay, simple. That's simple. I mean, I but think that's simple, not small, but <laughs> it can be simple. whatever you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. The people around me. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is one thing that you've made that you're most proud of? Your oh wasabi ice cream. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wasabi ice cream. No, um, definitely, uh, my album. Uh, Wildest, Wildest Dreams. Dreams. Yeah. And including, of course, the, the visual. Mm-hmm. The visuals of it, just yeah. because, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I put all a lot of my heart and soul into that project, That's and we, why everybody saw that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, what is something you've done, felt, seen that you wish you can experience again for the first time? What is ah uh, diving, scuba diving? diving for the first time? You want to re-experience yeah. it? I want to do it again. Um, and the thing is, my brother was still alive back then. So mm. it was all of our first time. <laughs> yeah. It was me, Ice, my brother who had passed away, easy, uh, my other brother and mm-hmm. my cousin. So we went scuba diving in um, El Nido for the first time. And that's actually one of the things that helped me um, get rid of my fear of the ocean, mm-hmm. but like it, it made me see the ocean for its beauty. For its beauty. Mm-hmm. For the first time ever. Mm-hmm. But it's just seeing seeing what's under, mm-hmm. underwater. It's just amazing. It's mm-hmm. still scary, but it it's is. beautiful. You know what I love about the ocean? I love to go scuba diving and we probably do it almost every month. At really? Oh, so in nice. What I like about it is when I'm there, I don't feel like I have a body. Yeah, because like you're floating, no? Yeah, I feel like I'm just a soul yeah. in, in the water. And it just it's so humbling because... You know that you're so small compared to the world. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a personal mantra? If so, what is it? You're good. That's it. You're good? You're good. And is this something like um, you say to yourself in the mirror? No, this is just something I say to myself. I just say, okay, Mm -hmm. you're good. You're good. You're good. Especially when I'm going through like challenges Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. I just told myself, it's okay, you're good. Mm -hmm. You got this, you're good. That's it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What fictional character do you most relate to? Oh my gosh. This is such a tough question. (laughs) There's so many. (laughs) There's so many. Um, Who? (laughs) Wait, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Who who can you relate to? I'm the host. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm thinking. Sabi ko sa iyo mahira. Rue? No, Rue? No, 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 no. I love um, the Grinch. The Grinch is my favorite character. I don't know why, but I every time I watch the Grinch every Christmas, mm-hmm. 
and this never fails, just mm-hmm. last Christmas because I was in Chagao. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Like every time I see, you know, videos of him mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram or Vine pa before, you know, impersonators yeah. in um, Universal Studios. Yeah. I, I I don't know. Like I just, I get so giddy mm-hmm. every time and watching the Grinch. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Do you think you can relate to him on any level? Is that why you like him? I I'm trying to think now why I love him so much. Mm-hmm. If you if you think about it, you know, like when he was a kid, like he was. Remember, there was a scene he where was he was bullied. making. He was bullied, and then he, parang when the teacher told them that uh, they were gonna give a uh, Christmas gift to mm-hmm. each other, like he really made. He he put all his heart and effort into, into the gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, into the gift that he was gonna give to. Um, What's her name again? Martha May. That's Martha her name. May. Martha yeah, May. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Martha May. Oh, Christmas. He yeah, yeah, yeah. While he was making the gift. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. But I love Christmas so much. Like, I love decorating. Mm-hmm. I love preparing food, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. I like it when the whole family is together. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Growing up. I was into, into anime. anime. Yeah. I love Naruto. Probably I can relate to Naruto then because he never gives up. Mm-hmm. That's his motto. Mm-hmm. Like, he never, never gives give up. So yeah, he just he just has a fire up his ass all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Out of his bleep all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I could probably relate to him, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How would you summarize your life so far in one sentence? I know, I know now how to answer that. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. Life is amazing. Life is amazing. Life is amazing. It is. It, it may sound cliche, but it is. It is, yeah. Okay, this is the last question and it's going to make you panic again. Oh you, no! You won't know what to answer again. Okay, okay. What is, what is one thing that you love that you think everybody else dislikes? Oh my God, this is so easy to answer. It Pineapple is? on pizza. You dislike, you like it? I like it. I like <gasps> it that, and everyone dislikes it. For some reason. I hate it. Well, look, see, I love it. For me, sweet and salty are not meant to go together. Oh unless it's God. like salted caramel. <laughs> okay, another, another thing I feel like that I love, but a lot of people don't like, mm-hmm. root beer float. I don't like root beer. See, either. <laughs> I don't like root beer in general. I love root beer. <laughs> like a lot of people tell me that it tastes like toothpaste. I don't get it. We're going to flip okay. it around now. <laughs> what is one thing that you don't like that you think everybody else loves? Oh my god. Um, ah, isau. Isau. Yeah. I've like never isau? eaten it. Isau. I so yeah, I the intestines. So um, Nadine, unfortunately. This is the end of the no. show. <laughs> it's actually, it's really fun talking to you. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> random stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for opening up and for sharing your stories. Thanks all the for lessons. having me. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I'm you for having me to be here. <laughs> we know that you're so busy and it means a lot that you really dedicated some time to yeah. talk about such an important matter. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and um, is there any last message you would like to give to our listeners? Yeah. Well, I just want to thank everyone for listening, of course, and for uh, supporting Mind You mm-hmm. and the podcast as well. I hope you guys keep um, tuning in because there's a lot of um, interesting guests coming mm-hmm. up soon. Uh, watch all the other episodes because it's really insightful. 
thank you you know <laughs> it's really it, it's nice to it's nice to hear other people's stories mm-hmm. And is there anything you want to share with our audiences, like any upcoming projects? Yeah, uh, my my movie Greed is coming out uh, in April, so mm-hmm. I hope um, everyone watches. It's going to be out in Viva Max. Okay, yeah. And if they want to continue the conversation with you, where can they follow you? Um, my Instagram is at Nadine. Uh, my Twitter is at hello underscore Nadine, uh, and that's pretty much it. Okay. Thank you so much again. And I hope you enjoyed having this conversation. I did. did. Thank you. Thank you. There you have it, guys. Another great no holds barred conversation on an open mind. To those of you listening, I just wanted to say another quick thank you. And I hope that you guys were able to pick up a lot of useful nuggets on today's show. And please don't forget to hit like, follow, subscribe, and to share our podcasts with your friends. And make sure to make us a weekly habit. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Network Asia, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Thank you also to Mind You for powering this podcast. And don't forget to follow their socials at MindYouMHS on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Kumu. And if you want to converse with me or reach out to me, you can just follow me at Liza Soberano on Twitter and Instagram or on YouTube at Liza Space Soberano. And I hope to see you guys next week for more conversations with an open mind. Take care. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.